The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Western, personal finance editor at the Irish Independent, whose weekly personal finance spot we've extended today because we discovered in recent weeks, Charlie, that lots of customers in KBC Bank and in Ulster Bank are confused or uncertain as to what's going to happen to their arrangements when those banks depart the Irish market. Mortgages, deposits, credit cards, pensions. What sort of issues are emerging? Huge issues, Matt. There's a lot of confusion out there. It's been very, very badly handled by all and sundry. That's the banks that are receiving the new accounts, the banks that are leaving in particular, and the regulators. The central bank has just not been at the races on this one, just sat back and is allowing it to evolve in its own pace. And really, they should be stepping up to the mark and forcing far more information, user-friendly information. I've been looking at the websites of KBC and Ulster Bank in the last two days, Matt, to try and work out what exactly is happening. They're not exactly easy to negotiate. They're not exactly user-friendly. You know, and where's the advertising campaigns? Why isn't the central bank forcing some action on this, some decent, you know, uh, coverage of this? Why does it come down to the likes of the Irish Independent to run questions and answer columns as we have again today or bonkers.ie with questions and answers? Really, the banks should be more proactive and that includes the Banking and Payments Federation of Ireland should be getting out there with questions and answers and easy to understand. One good thing, Matt, is that if you ring up those banks, you can get through really quickly. I rang this morning just to test it. There's a KBC line. I'll give this number again later, 1800 939244. I got through, once you listen to all the messages, I got through fairly quickly to a human being. Ulster Banks, 1800 656 001. Again, got through there fairly quickly after listening to the messages. So at least that, you can get through there. Um, the problem, Matt, really is there's a half a million current accounts which are orphans. They're not going to be taken over by anybody. You're going to have to find a place for yourself for a current account. Nobody really wants you. There's bulk sales of mortgages and bulk sales of personal loans. Uh, so the credit card accounts of KBC are going to um, Bank of Ireland, for example. But there's you know 130,000 KBC current accounts, 360,000 cost, cost consumer Ulster Bank current accounts, which where people just have to find, make their own arrangements and switch to somewhere else. And it's supposed to be a switching code that the central bank oversees. It's not working smoothly, I'm afraid. And Dara, I would imagine a lot of people use their current accounts for standing orders and things like that. So that's going to create a big issue, isn't it, if they have to go and find another bank which will facilitate them with a current account? Yeah, that's the biggest issue. It is relatively easy to open up a new account, particularly if you can do it online. Most of the banks allow you to do it online in the space for a few minutes um, through their mobile apps. Now, having said that, if you want to open up a joint account, if you have a non-EU passport, some of them um, make you go into a branch and they can be very, very long queues. But the biggest issue is getting all of those direct debits and getting all of those standing orders transferred over. And it's not just the banks that need to, uh, you know, be at the races. It's Electric Ireland, it's Vodafone, it's Sky, it's whoever is actually paying the direct debits as well um, that needs to make sure that their customer service teams are are prepared um, to update the direct debits. I think Electric Ireland was saying that maybe on a normal year they might have maybe three or 4,000 uh, account detail requests to update whereas now they're looking at maybe 10 times that number. So um, it's not just the banks that I'm worried about, it's the utility providers. Comments from listeners. Just moved from Ulster Bank to TSB. I emailed all my direct debits 
uh, send letters and phone them and all today about the new account to take them from and none went through. So frustrating, says that listener. Uh, another one, my elderly parents went to AIB to switch from Ulster Bank and they were treated as if they were a hindrance. You think the banks would be happy with new customers? Uh, I know, Matt. This is just extraordinary, you know, because the average person has about 10 direct debits and other sort of credit kind of payments coming out of their account. They might also have on their debit card. They might be using their debit card to pay their, their tolls, for example. So there's a lot to be worked out here. It's very complicated. And, you know, when you take in the business accounts, we're talking about 7 million transactions a month going through with these accounts. And you largely have to do it yourself. Um, you know, you need to do the switching yourself. You need to update your employer. You need to update, if it's your pension, you need to update social welfare or your pension provi- provider. And you need to set aside time to do this and, and, and you know, it's it, uh, it largely paper-based, I'm afraid. You know, there's supposed to be a switching code there which is, hasn't been updated for the modern digital era. You can open an account digitally, but you, you generally have to close it with a letter. A lot of this has mm. to be done with letters, which yeah. is absolutely extraordinary. Again, a failure of the central bank. Yeah, no, yeah, I think with KBC at the moment, now they might change it as they officially begin to close, which they've started doing from today. But certainly up until recently, if you wanted to officially close your KBC bank account, you had to actually send in a written letter but hold request. On. If you don't close it yourself, they'll automatically close it after six months, won't they? They will, and they'll issue with a check, you know. Yeah. And the other, the other problem people are encountering as well, they think they can use this the state-issued public services card as identification. You can't. It's not being allowed that to use that. You need a passport. So people who don't have a passport are finding it very difficult. It's not easy to get a passport at the moment, no. as we know. OK. Uh, listener wants to know, if somebody from KBC or Ulster Bank is opening a current account with another bank, how long before they get an overdraft or will they get the same maximum overdraft amount from the new bank as they got from their previous bank? You pretty much have to apply again and this is going to be a big issue. So there'll be lots of Ulster Bank customers who could have overdrafts, um, people's financial circumstances may have changed since they got the initial overdraft. They may be on more money, less money, and maybe they're in more debt. But you will have to apply separately for an overdraft. And not all banks give overdrafts. So one post doesn't provide an overdraft. Uh, DSB Money Manager account doesn't provide an overdraft. Revolut doesn't provide one either. So that's just for something for people to, to watch out if they're thinking of moving to one of those providers. Will you get charged fees for a current account switch, Charlie? You shouldn't get charged fees. Now, you know, they, KBC and Ulster Bank are both saying from the time they issue with a, you know, close, close account notice, you, you, you know, you, they'll end the fees. But you, you will still have to probably pay stamp duty and anything else that's due. That's a government imposed tax, essentially. Uh, but, you know, they say there won't be a doubling up of fees. But, I mean, it's possible that there could be, it could be mistakes made. So you need to watch it. Uh, once once uh, KBC have said to me, once we issue notice on your account, no maintenance fees will apply. So you, you probably will need to keep an eye on it, though, Matt, you know, because it can be expensive uh, b- b- banking, as we know. <laughs> Is there anything else in relation to current accounts that we should be focusing on? Well, I would say, you know, there's a few things, you know, um, current accounts are, are, are usually important. Um, business ones are particularly difficult. They're going to be complicated because they need overdrafts. They, they need uh, facilities. There isn't any great provision around that. I would tell people to consider the credit unions. You don't get a credit card, but they're pretty pretty good value. They've opened about 100,000 of them. They're in about 250 different credit unions around the country. That'll rise to 300 soon. The Unpost uh, current account is pretty good as well, although you don't get an overdraft. It's about a five or a month. Uh, they've got a money manager app on that which helps you to budget. It's pretty good as well. What you said, Dara? Yeah, I mean, there's nine providers at the moment. So when you include Revolut, Bunk, 
uh, in 26 and the credit union on post and then of course you have the traditional Irish banks remaining so there is a little bit of choice my advice to people is that there's no one perfect account the right account for you is going to depend on your own personal circumstances do you like using cash a lot do you want access to Fitbit pay or Garmin pay uh, do you want a good mobile app do you need an overdraft all these things you're going to have to decide uh, you know what it is that, 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 that you value and then choose the right current account for you A listener here says an ex Ulster Bank employee and a branch manager didn't all the banks sign up to a switcher code to expedite switcher business and put a stop to inertia in current account movement. Under the code, the duty falls on the bank to switch all direct debits and standing orders. The onus is on the person switching to inform their payroll and any incoming payments only. It, it never worked. This switching code was implemented in 2016. It was never implemented with a view to maybe 500,000 current account customers all trying to leave at the same time. Believe in the good days, things went wrong. I personally actually used the code a few years ago, put my money where my mouth is. I moved from AIB to permanent TSB when they brought in fees and there was a bit of hand-holding. I ended up having to transfer a lot of the direct debits myself. It was just easier. It wasn't a seamless process Uh, and I would actually say to people, just ignore the switching code at this stage. It's not going to work but there's lots of things that are that, that you know don't work for example there isn't supposed to be IBAN discrimination so if you get a Revolut account which has a Lithuanian IBAN every you know employers and utility providers are supposed to accept that but they don't even some government agencies don't even accept it either so it's you know I suppose the government has all these rules and all these codes and just no one's there to enforce them yeah, Yes sir says I'm a month into the process of moving my credit card account from Ulster Bank to the Bank of Ireland it's constant delay after delay hurdles I can never contact them always put on hold when I phone them to customer service slimes. They're only available until five o'clock each day, as if other people don't have jobs. Credit cards and mortgages we're going to focus on when we come back. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Lots of your questions about KBC and Ulster Bank have been dealt with by Derek Cassidy from Bonkers.ie and our resident personal finance expert Charlie Weston from the Irish Independent. Dara, can I go to you on credit cards? If you have a KBC credit card, what's going to happen to it? Do you have to pay it off, close it down, or does the balance transfer automatically to another bank? So with KBC, it looks like it's going over to Bank of Ireland. So it's part of the agreement that they have. So that includes mortgages and it also includes deposits. So theoretically, there's probably little for people to actually do or worry about. It should seamlessly transfer over. Uh, not the case, though, if you're an Ulster Bank customer. No one's buying Ulster Bank's credit cards. Um, so you're going to be in a bit of a pickle, perhaps, if you can't pay off the balance. Obviously, you can choose a new provider and you can transfer over the balance. But if you have maybe uh, credit issues and no one you wants to take you on, you're going to have to pay off your balance before you close the account. Because, Charlie, there's no guarantee that another bank would be happy to take on your credit card balance is there? Well there is offers you know there and if you look at the the, the comparison website CCPC the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission the state body you, for example you know Avant Card will give you nine months at zero percent on the balance transferred uh, on post 12 months at zero percent so look at if you know as Dara says if your credit history is okay you could transfer what you owe off your Ulster Bank one over to one of these guys with KBC, yeah, hang on, is, there, it not, is it not almost implied that if you have a balance that you're unable to pay off, that then you will be looked at with suspicion no, opposite, by another uh, bank? The or they see it as a way of getting uh, wonderful interest payments off you every month on the outstanding balance? You, the, you are the customer they want if you're somebody who can't pay down the balance because you'll run up 
a balance all the time and, and be charged interest. So they want you, you know. Um, look, at the KBC people are fine. They'll get the, the same credit limit. They'll have the same interest rate they had with KBC. So, you know, it's, it's, that should seamlessly transfer from KBC to Bank of Ireland. But the Ulster Bank people, who will be larger in number, they will need to, 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 to find a new, a new credit card provider. And yet, you know, you may, you, you'll be assessed and you may, you may be turned down. But if, if, you can, if you can transfer, do one of those balance transfers where you pay 0% for a couple of months and try and clear it then if you can. OK. What about savings accounts? Because KBC in particular, Dara, uh, trying to encourage people to deposit money online with them. Yeah, so I mean, KBC is still accepting business up until recently, uh, but deposits with KBC are moving over to Bank of Ireland as well. So again, there's really little for people to do or worry about. I would say, though, with interest rates and an all-time low, maybe this is the time to maybe look at different places to put your money, so whether that's an investment fund or whatnot, uh, maybe just consider that. Again, though, with Ulster Bank, no one's buying their book. If you have savings with Ulster Bank, you're probably going to get a letter over the next few weeks giving you six months' notice to move your savings. Um, If you don't do that, then you can expect a cheque or a bank draft in the post and your account to be frozen. Uh, And again, I would say to Ulster Bank customers, maybe this is the time to just think of different investment options. I've gone through credit cards. What about if you have a term loan a listener wants to know with other Ulster Bank or KBC, which is due to continue payments long after the bank so do you have to get a loan from somewhere else to pay off the balance of the loan? You do if you're with Ulster Bank. Now with KBC again, nice handy one. You will transfer, your loan will transfer over to Bank of Ireland. You'll keep the same term, you get same interest rate, the same payment date. But what you will have to do is you'll obviously be setting up a new current account because there's no provision to sell the current account. You'll have to get on, make sure the direct debit from the new current account pays off the, this loan now, which will be transferred to Bank of Ireland from KBC. But Ulster Bank, you're going to have to clear that if you can and try and find someone else if you need a loan. So that's going to be a difficulty. And they're very unspecific about what mm. happens to Ulster Bank people mm. who can't clear the loan. They'll say they'll make arrangements with you, ring us. What I think will probably happen there is if you can't clear that loan, they'll package up those loans and, and, and into a portfolio and flog them off to someone else. So you'd be, be well advised if you have a loan with Ulster Bank to be trying to make alternative arrangements. Your credit union might be a good option there. A listener says, I have my mortgage with Ulster Bank, 11 years remaining. I just signed up to a fixed rate of 2.8% for 10 years. Can I presume that when my mortgage is moved that the new provider has to keep that rate, Dara? Yeah, the, the rate has to stay. So this is something I would say to all mortgage customers who are listening. The terms and conditions remain the same. So if you have five years remaining on a fixed rate or three years or two years, that rate is going to remain the same. So there's not much for you to really worry about. And that goes for tracker customers as well. The but with Ulster Bank, that. aren't the mortgages going all over the shop? Kind of. Well, tr- performing mortgages, so this is mortgages where there aren't any repayment issues. Um, performing trackers are potentially going to AIB subject to approval by the CCPC and then non-trackers are going to permanent TSB. What about uh, fixed rate mortgages? Uh, that would still be the same so fixed rate would be going to permanent TSB as well. Uh, non-performing mortgages still needs to be confirmed. So I was chatting to Ulster Bank and they said that there still needs to be a decision on where those non-performing mortgages are going to go. Uh, the KBC mortgage is going where? Charlie? Bank of Ireland. Now the if you're lot. smart if you're smart and you're with KBC even if you've got a year or two to go on your fixed rate, and particularly if you're on a variable rate, you will be locking in now to a 10-year rate. Get a value, it'll only cost you €80. Euros. There's a backlog at the moment because there is an absolute stampede of people locking into long-term rates. The smart money is on 10-year rates. You can get 10-year rates for just under 3% if you're an existing customer. 
And if you're a KBC customer with a, with a current account, you're getting a discount of 0.2%. You'll keep that, uh, uh, you know, so lock in which, which, to a 10-year rate. Uh, supposing you have a 70% loan to value, you'll get 2.99 with that discount. You lock in there, Bank of Ireland can't touch you. Okay, what about if you're on an existing fixed rate mortgage? Can you break that fixed rate deal early to get a longer deal, particularly if you're worried about interest rates going up now? You can indeed. And I've just talked to a number of good mortgage brokers today, like Michael Dowling and Martina Hennessy of Donald, for example, and Michael Dowling of Donald Financial. And they're saying, look, the break fees last year were, were heavy. There were three grand maybe, you know. They've come right down. In some cases, the break fees are zero. You know, even if you have to pay a small break fee, I think it's well worth your while if you're coming near the end of a fixed rate so if you're to on lock the, in. Maybe you're four years into a five-year fix and you're worried that by the time you go to reset it in a year's time, that interest rates might be a percent higher. It would be way higher, Matt, yeah. So I think, this, you know, particularly if you've only got maybe 10 years to go on the mortgage, lock in for 10, 15 years. The, the, the likes of Avant Money and um, Finance Ireland and ICS Mortgages, they're, they're the guys who are bringing in these innovations with these very long-term mortgages, some of them 30 years, 15, 10 years. The really smart people are going to lock in for 10, 15 years. You don't have to worry about it then. You're, you're sorted. And if you have to pay a small break fee, you may have no break fee. It gives you that kind of confidence and that ability to know uh, you know, that every month it's, going, it's not going to change for a, a okay. long period. Yeah, it's it's just, just, certainly if there's only around one year remaining on the mortgage, the break fee is going to be minimal. Very interesting one. I haven't fully drawn down my mortgage with Ulster Bank. Will I get the rest of my money from my self-build? Yeah, they're going to give it to you in stages. You know, um, uh, there's provision for those kind of people who draw down in stages who are doing self-builds. That's the arrangement there. Once you have the, you know, the law and, and you get to keep the rate you're on, uh, at drawdown, it's it's the okay. rate at drawdown is, is 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 the one you keep. Another one here. I have an offset mortgage with Ulster Bank, variable interest rate. Should I can I look into getting a fixed rate when it's an offset mortgage? Yeah, the offset ones are awkward because there's no deal on those at the moment. Nobody wants those. That's an old old product, Matt. That goes back to First Active. You remember First Active, that building society that Ulster took over. They had these weird things called offset mortgages where you were able to use some of the savings you have. You you put that against what you owe on the mortgage. And you only pay the net between the difference between the savings and, and what's owed on the mortgage. So some people love this, but when they had a lot of savings, I think those kind of people, I don't know how good those deals are. Maybe those people should sit down with a broker and see if they couldn't lock into a better fixed rate because they're a bit of an old product at this stage. Dara, I want to ask you about government stamp duty. Listener says, if you paid it in April, do you have to pay it again if you're changing banks? Yeah, well, it's paid on account closure. Um, so it depends if people are switching or whether or not they're just closing their account. Um, but if you are switching, you shouldn't have to pay it twice in one year. So the bank that you're leaving should be able to give you a letter which says that you've paid the stamp duty for that year. But uh, some people you know, might be taking this time to review their options and cancel their credit cards altogether. Uh, and everyone would have just paid stamp duty on or near the 1st of April, the 30 euro. But anyone who doesn't switch and who just cancels or closes their, their credit cards are going to be charged the 30 euro again. Here's a question that came in, and this seems really odd. I'm in the process of applying for a KBC mortgage. What happens now? Yeah, you have until the, it's, it's 15th. the 15th of July. And, and then if they need normal documentation after that period, they'll give you 30 days to come up with the documents. I mean, you know, there's a lot of documents that have to be produced. So you have a bit of time. What's working against this person is the you know there's an absolute deluge of business being done at the moment uh, and um, you know the, the rates might change in the meantime you know you might get a an approval in principle and then you go next to uh, you know 
Okay. Uh, it's it's really the, the rate at drawdown. So you know, that, that, that's the difficulty here, trying to process these things. The banks have not got enough staff. Okay, we're out of time. Is there anything we've missed that we need to be telling our listeners, Dara? To me, I wouldn't be waiting to get a letter in the post um, or an email telling you when to switch. I'd be being proactive and I'd be looking at it now, particularly for current accounts. It's not something that if you can, you can switch overnight. If you get through to the bank, though. Yeah, no, absolutely, which is why you need to start doing it now and not wait until you get given your you know your few months' notice. Um, like I said, it should be relatively quick and easy to set up a new account. It's just a transfer of the direct debits and the standing orders that can take time. Okay. Easy if you're doing it on your own, but if it's a joint account, listeners saying AIB will tell you four to six weeks before you get an appointment in the branch. Yeah, so for in example, Bank of, yeah, like Bank of Ireland will let you open up a joint account online, uh, which you should be able to do within a few minutes, all going well. AIB, for example, won't, and neither will permanent TSB as far as I'm aware. Charlie, anything you think we've missed? Yeah, I think the central bank could be more assertive here and force these banks to offer these uh, helplines for longer periods. That one of your questioners there was saying that they're finished at five. I mean, they really should be open till eight. This is exceptional stuff. A million people need to, you know, there's a million customers affected. There's half a million current accounts, for example. Um, you know, as, as Dara says, get on it now. If you have a mortgage and you're you're on a variable rate or you're near the end of the fixed rate, be looking at your options. You know, property values have gone way up, so loan to values, you can get a decent rate based on your loan to value. Fixed rates are good. Lock in for 10 years at least, I would say. Thank you very much, Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Dara Cassidy, head of communications at bonkers.ie. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. We can all see how conflict affects energy prices. More than ever, we need to be mindful of how we use energy. By reducing your use, you can save money and lessen the impact. Here's how. Use your timer and thermostat to heat your home and hot water to the temperature you need. Use appliances efficiently and, where possible, outside the peak hours of 4 to 7 p.m. Consider walking, cycling or public transport for short journeys. Drive at lower speeds where safe to do so. Government advice and supports are available for homes and businesses to help you meet this challenge. Find out more at gov.ie forward slash reduce your use. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland.